Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Podcast starts now. Wow. wow. Welcome all to the show. You know, we as podcast hosts um, started this humble little journey so long ago, and now we find ourselves not only in Manhattan, not only at the top of the Empire State <laughs> yes. Building, but with <laughs> such big names in the studio. Big names in the studio. <laughs> Big names in the studio, a, a crew of, I would say, over 25 people. There are families that are being fed because <laughs> yes. of this podcast. There are homes being bought, not us buying them, of course. Mm -hmm. And by the way, families being neglected because of this <laughs> podcast. None of these people have seen their families in weeks because they have been in our basement sort of control room. Yeah. Saying, how many important people in food media can we get on the podcast? <laughs> PETA keeps calling yes. because yes. everyone's pets are starving. Mm -hmm. Well, they're protesting the chicken piccata for one. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't feel guilty, to be honest. No, I don't feel guilty at all. And you know what? I'll say this say today. It. And I, I decided before we went into this recording that I would be ch I would be chill. I feel like it's so tacky to walk in and be like, I cannot believe who we have today. She is a mother. She is my favorite person in the world. She is the only person that got me through over the last three years. The pandemic was so hard. And like, when I think about this person, like. <laughs> but I'll say this, you know, she has been a character on our show since pretty much the beginning. Yeah, to the point where it's like, oh, w wait, she's real? I know, it's sort of crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's why we, yeah, she walked in and I immediately touched her hair and said, what? I was like, did we build you? Huh? I, Are I, you not an AI? <laughs> I, I, you were, you know, I've always thought of you as a mythic space. Right, right. A mythic space, not even a mythic creature. <laughs> no, a mythic space. A sort of, wait, are we in Pandora? <laughs> yeah, it's something to project onto what you need to. Yeah. Um, Which is all to say, this fucking better go well. 
Well, you know, not to be a complete and utter bitch right off the mm-hmm. bat, of but course. I did think about texting you, George, and yeah. like, just make sure you're normal this episode. Like, I know, I know. Don't let the pressure get to you. Like, It's tough. It's <laughs> tough. Um, it's tough because, you know, someone who is known for a specific thing, a.k.a. recipes. Correct. You know, they're asked the same questions over and over again. Sure. But yet the reason they're asked those questions is because they're the questions everyone wants answers to. But I can't be unoriginal. It's one of the defining uh, the, the defining mottos of my life. This is genius. I've never done anything someone else has done, ever. Never. Not once. And For- I'm not going to start today. <laughs> First gay guy to host a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, First gay guy to make an Allison Roman recipe. <laughs> And first gay, you gotta call Alison Roman a mother. You know, this is something that's actually really interesting where, uh, like, I think we both have the urge when someone is a specific thing. By the way, we we told our guest we would bring her in fast, but now I'm sort of into what we're doing, which oh, is just ignoring her completely. She needs to see this. She needs to see this. <laughs> I am literally sitting right Alice, here. Alice, very please, uncomfortable. Alice, oh my God. Please be quiet. She can talk. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, one thing that I think we both have yes, is uh-huh. that um, we are actually avoidant of like the thing that is expected of us, sometimes to, yes, our to our detriment. I would say, for instance, if that thing is monetizing our careers, <laughs> we're going to step as far away from that as possible. Another thing is... If that, that thing is defining the premise of a podcast, we say no. What are we, Michael Barbaro? I don't think so. Yeah, we can't be tamed. And if that thing is, you know, having a you know, food person on the show, we're going to be like, maybe we should talk sweaters. I know. I know. I'm sort of like, what makes her tick? And yeah. don't say food. <laughs> okay, we have to bring her in. Okay. What do you think? I or mean, we can keep talking. I don't know. I kind of been loving this little... This little kiki. This little cat and mouse. <laughs> this little well, tease. you know what? I think I believe in letting women speak. Thank you. And, and I'm especially, sorry. And especially women in food. And sure. actually, those are the only women I like to hear speak. <laughs> so without further ado, please welcome Mother Allison Roman. <laughs> Hello. I'm so happy to be here. That was that was also very fun for me, but I was I was laughing in real yes, time. Of it was course, like of podcast course. live. And luckily, it's on video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Oh, my God. So I definitely clip. forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, mm, with my little water bottle in the corner. No, it's actually huge. If you weren't laughing, I would walk, have, I'd be walking out at this out. point. What, yeah. Imagine. Could Never be meet huge. your heroes, you know? <laughs> Didn't want to meet her. That was a horrible experience. Yeah, I liked her better as a mythic space. I know. Yeah, I I'm, actually, like, I'm like, be on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew, in person. Um, I actually feel a lot of that lately where I'm like meeting a lot of people and they're like, form these parasocial relationships with yes. you during the pandemic and yes. spend a lot of time with me as a person not in real life. And I am so afraid of people being disappointed by the real me. Mm. Not like in any sort of like psychological way, but in like a... Uh, I'm like, no, 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 go back when I'm amazing. Totally. Go back when I'm mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In real life, this is not good. What's your approach? Do you try to be like, like I'm super normal, I like, am just like you, or do you try to be like, oh, you know me from this? Oh, well, then I guess I can't talk to you because you're a fan. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Are you rude? Or? No. Well, I... so you can be, rude can be a, a power move. It can yeah, be a weapon. Yeah, you should be rude. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not in person. Okay. Yeah. But what you happened? are <laughs> in like, wait, no. so you're in print. Yeah. <laughs> we are what happens to us sometimes is because we'll be like ironically mean or something, then people will approach us and be huge bitches to us. Yeah. Thinking really? that that's a way to be like endearing. Yeah. 
People will be, they'll say really weird stuff. That's what you can do when you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> On International Women's Month, I feel like we should get into that. But, yeah, what you do know. you? Where do you stand on international women? <laughs> <laughs> I love the whole month. I love all the women of all of the continents. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, would you consider yourself an international woman? Sometimes. Yeah, depending same. on the month. Sure. Why yeah. not? Um, you divulged that you are coming from a Barry's class. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did other things in between, sure, but sure, yeah, sure. this was like a this was a rare day where I had the time to mm-hmm. do a workout class. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm going to spend the time and the money to work out, I want to feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. So yeah. I really am afraid of it. Me too. Don't is be it afraid a, of it. You it can a... just not do the work. Okay. Is that true? Like if they're like running an eight, like I'm over there at a five and a half, six and no Are we talking cares. running in place? No, no, on a treadmill. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so yes. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> like we're so not I was right. going anywhere. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I formed like a an attachment to that specific workout class like years ago, and I'm like, well, that's the only one that works. Even though I have no physical evidence that it has worked, in my head, if I go, it will work. First of all, we do not tolerate negative <laughs> negative speak on this podcast. No, yeah. I mean it's self deprecation. But I no no no. I'm like I'm not a Pilates or bar class girly. I'm sure, not. It's like the sure. little mm, see. I am small pulses. Are I'm not like perfect. Pilates and yoga, and those are the two things that as a man <laughs> sort of don't do anything because you want to be like you want to be buff o'clock you want to be yeah. um glenn, glenn yeah. powell <laughs> why don't i look like glenn powell i'm doing know. yoga every doing day <laughs> yeah i for me it's like classes in general you know i'm, I'm a little counterculture for yeah. that of course it's as soon as someone's telling me to do it i'm like well i don't want to do it now because i'm not doing it for me i'm doing it for you right well let's see that's the thing is i need to be told what to do same in a like specific concentrated period of time I also get toxically competitive where yeah. if I'm seeing other people in the class, I'm like, well, I need to do better than them. Yeah. And if I and I'll actually push myself too hard and get too uh, involved. I always hit the, the run if it's like at a 9.0, which mm-hmm. I rarely hit, but I'll always go 9.1 if, if the lady next to me is at a 9. Sure. Sure. I did better. <laughs> wow. What you're describing is a literal scene from Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Remember when he's like, it's like nine yes. point. My favorite movie. I just yeah. saw it. <laughs> we just saw it too. We uh, actually just saw yeah, it. Yeah, same. No, literally I just saw it. <laughs> what did you think? I loved every goddamn second. It was <laughs> a thing that I did not plan to enjoy at all. Yeah. And I was like, We were more. sort of, I know, uh, we were sort of like we were uh, torn between being appalled and being like all in. And I was like, what is Jennifer Connelly doing here? Like, why is her looking name Penny? Great. That's she looks incredible. Doing. She was looking incredible. She was playing the role of actress on a red yeah. carpet. Yes. <laughs> who happens to be at a bar? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Too hot for that. Role, uh, yeah. Entirely. And we were talking about how the villain is completely not only unnamed but un. Uh, Scene, yeah. like literally, even when you see them, where are we? We don't know. We're at the beach. We're in the ocean. We're the <laughs> the snowy Alps. We don't. It's the desert. We have where no idea we? where we are. No. All we know is that America is good. Yeah. <laughs> and we are under siege. Yeah. We are under siege. And we need to be saved ASAP. We need to be saved ASAP, and we're under siege from enemy. Yeah. Enemy redacted. Well, it was International Enemies Month. It was International Enemies Month. <laughs> we don't even know the gender of the enemy, honestly. Because no. We don't hear them speak. We don't know race, ethnicity, gender, like we don't know anything about them. Location, specifically. Yeah. Location would be even. even a start. Do you know what? Anything. It could even be, it could actually be a progressive story because what if the enemy is the enemy within? The enemy is uh, It's calling from of, inside the house. It's, all calling from it's inside your inner the saboteur. It's, it's, it's <laughs> your inner saboteur. <laughs> That's literally what the movie's about is Tom Cruise beating his inner yeah. saboteur yeah. and wow. learning to love the other, Miles Teller. So in that sense, it's mm. sort of a queer narrative. It's, in fact, it's aggressively 
homosexual. <laughs> yeah. It's erotic, even. It's porn. Yeah, it's porn. It should be banned from schools. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am riding high on caffeine. Can you tell? I can't, actually. You're holding it very well. I just had a cappuccino. Well. I feel like it's Ooh. not hitting. Really? Oh. The way that, like, a cup of black coffee does, which yeah. is my normal beverage. Do you... I, see, cappuccino is one of those... A cappuccino is one of those things that, like, once a year... I'll mm. be like, I'm feeling Italian. I'll have a cappuccino. And then it never hits the way I want it to hit. Mm. Because you're just sort of like digging through foam. <laughs> and well, you're like, like where's the coffee? To me, it's like a little treat. Of but course. also, to be sure. fair, I, I needed to pee, and so I went to the lock Because right, right, I know right. that you can pee in there. When I want a little treat, I'll go for like a cortado. Okay, yeah. Sometimes that's too, the espresso's too aggressive for me. Yeah, no, that's mm. fair. I just get a small My delicate coffee. system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do a specialty drink? Like a non-coffee, like a matcha? No. No. I had, there was matcha in my post-berry smoothie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your lifestyle today is like so beautiful. I know. And I didn't plan it this way, but I, it's like you, if you had asked me any other day this week, it would not have been the case, but I well, did but a it, post-berry smoothie. <laughs> but it's also like being in Manhattan, when you have the opportunity oh, and the privilege yeah. to be in Manhattan, yeah. you're like... Oh, suddenly I, my bank account does not matter. No. I'm literally going and having like a full meal at Via Three meals at Via Corona. Yeah, I'm sitting there <laughs> all day. Lunch I will be holding court yeah. for a full nine hours. Yeah. It's just like. Otherwise you can't get a table. Yeah. And not to dox you further, you walked in with a Rachel Comey bag. So we're talking berries, Rachel <laughs> wow. Comey, and, and a live I, podcast recording at the iHeart This is a very studios. unique day. Yeah. Not only because I'm sitting here with you two, whom I love, um, but it is because I do not go shopping. In yeah. person. I, I honestly don't even online shop anymore unless I'm going to a wedding. I need like a fucking outfit. Uh, totally. But I I had time to kill, which almost never happens. But I finished an appointment and was like, oh, I thought that was yeah. going to go longer. I had two full hours to myself, which, again, I can't stress this enough, does not happen. Normally, I have my laptop with me. I'm like, I'll post up somewhere. I'm like, mm-hmm. got to work, got to be efficient, got to produce content. <laughs> well, you have to. You have to. But You're I was literally like, like breaking into walked. someone's kitchen. You're like, I have a recipe. Yeah, What's your Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, maybe I'll walk uptown. Because I, th- I also thought this was in Chelsea, this studio. So I was planning on the way we don't know. Yeah, the way we don't. Yeah, I was like, well, they only go to oh, Orhel's kitchen. First. I was yeah. like, there's only Does one. Does the cock have a podcast studio? <laughs> oh, I guess we're going to the Eagle. <laughs> you know, I did. I actually know exactly what you're. It's like when you have two hours free, especially in Manhattan, you feel the need. I recently bought a rugby shirt at J Crew. Something I've I've never in my yeah. life worn a rugby shirt. Yeah. And. Now I feel like, oh, in fact, Sam, you're wearing I was going to say, right Sam, now. you're wearing okay, one. Okay, I, I didn't yeah. plan on that. But I, sometimes when you see someone wearing, especially like an oversized rugby shirt, it almost looks like cool and streetwear. Mm. But then you forget like what I look. It's like if I wear a rugby shirt, you can just tell it's from J. Crew. <laughs> like right. it's not. It's like the, like I looked yeah. in the mirror and I expected myself to look like a sort of hype beast. But you want to be like Chris Black. But yeah, like, but literally. Not, you know? Yes, past guest Chris Black. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the family. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, no, it's very different. And and I think that it does sort of pump your brain full of like Disneyland chemicals of exactly. being like, I'm in New York and yeah. I, you know, can do whatever I want. And but also I was like, I have some things coming up and mm-hmm. I have not a thing to wear. And yeah. so, you know. I also had a free morning to kill. I hit the Y for the swimming laps. And <laughs> Did then I, you? That's way more luxurious than going to a Barry's class. It's very alt. So it's like <laughs> it's very counterculture. Exactly. It's yeah. really very counter- to go to the Y to swim. How, how De Blasio? Of yes, exactly. Very Blasio. Man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had you know two and a half hours to kill. Oh, I sat in a coffee shop and I sent emails all Ooh, damn how morning. Many? Several. Maybe one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually I felt like I was. 
like, okay, I'm wealthy. I felt like I was on top of it. Yeah. I really, and like being in Manhattan, it's like, no, this isn't just an email. Like, this could change the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if an email, like, what if somebody reached the watches president? you being how efficient you are and it's like, excuse me, do you want a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you want a money? Wait, excuse me. We're looking for a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> you there look was, like you have your shit together. There was a woman, I work at Merrill Lynch. Yeah. We're looking for a CEO. <laughs> there was a woman like two tables over, like talking to someone and just like going off and off and off about like, well, the brand partnership or well, the platform, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, she's so annoying. Anyway, oh, I'm so important. I'm so important. I'm so important. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you looked important. I looked incredible. Yeah, well, you're, you're wearing a rugby. <laughs> yeah. Also, I will say again, it, this room is important. I feel like Thank this you. is a professional <laughs> sort of situation that we're all in, and I feel more important for being here. Yeah, you know what's important about this room? So they told us many times, you're gonna be in the red room. You're gonna be in the red room. You're gonna you know what's also room. called the red room? Berries. Whoa. Yeah, they call it the red room. Oh my God, brand, brand <laughs> alignment. Brand alignment. Oh my God, yeah. the platform. Wait, we're being hosted <laughs> by Berries. We're being hosted by Berries. Everyone do your push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it really got me thinking how important like you can just paint any room red and it's the red room and then suddenly it's branded. I mean, what that goes we... for any color, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, for sure. <laughs> no, Alison, what I, get him. No, no. Get him. <laughs> what I'm saying is, God. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's easy to just turn a room of any, just do one thing to it that is distinctive. Mm. And then it suddenly you have the, because we have been to so many other studios. I wouldn't know what to call those rooms or just a studio. It's yeah. like Studio A, Studio B. Studio A, Studio yeah. B. How well, traditional. Yeah, that's Whoa. kind of throwback. Yeah. Not the for red Sam. Room. Yeah, the red room. <laughs> I do feel like red room also reminds you of sort of red table talk. Yeah, mm. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Which, means, which brings me to our first question. Yeah. <laughs> what is your relationship with your family? <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> I don't think you really want to know that, so I'm not going to answer it earnestly. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Fine. Allison, <laughs> should we do our first? I'm like in a hurry to get through our first segment because I want to get into the meat of the episode. Is that crazy? I'm just scared. Like, we've never in the history of this podcast done the first segment this early. Oh my God, it is early because we didn't do an intro because we didn't do an intro oh. you know what well, this though? is the end i feel like it, this the, is intro the intro just brought me in yeah yeah and also i have an extra segment yeah so a let's fun, do our first a fun segment. game okay yeah. we're gonna do our first segment okay, okay. early great yeah our first segment is called straight shooters and in this segment we test your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture by asking you a series of completely nonsensical rapid fire questions <laughs> where you have to choose one thing or another thing and the one rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions about how it works you just have to choose i'm just picking the the word uh, that I question that's coming. a follow-up question just seeing how far i can push it i don't know allison reading the new york post or being attracted to colin jost being attracted to Colin Jost. Oh, wow. Wow. Allison, a brand partnership or a man to hug and kiss? <laughs> a man to hug and kiss. Allison, <laughs> crying at the end of the Shawshank Redemption or prying into the private lives of the members of One Direction? Uh, crying at the end of the Shawshank Redemption. Okay, Allison, filling in the blank or rolling in the deep? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Filling in the blank. Hmm. Allison, okay, you don't have to answer this one if you don't want to. <laughs> the iconic Bloomingdale's brown bag or a demonic Twinkie Frail white fag? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, bag yeah. on that one. <laughs> Tasteful. Um, okay, how to lose a guy in 10 days, 10 things I hate about you, or 10 knit? Huh? Ten well, that was three, and everything else was two, but I'm going to definitely go um, 10 things I hate about yeah. you. <laughs> okay, Allison. I'm like, come on. That was a good one. That was really good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I doubted <laughs> but you. But it was three. It was confusing. Well, we do three sometimes. We do three sometimes, and every time. Unconventional. Oh, yeah. The guests can handle it. <laughs> wow. Well, 
She okay. clearly can. <laughs> Compliment taken. Allison, shoplifting from American Apparel or regifting the tacky picture frame you got from your Aunt Meryl? I couldn't decide if I was going to pronounce it aunt or aunt, so I said aunt. <laughs> well, that's not a word. Um, American Apparel? Yeah. Sure. Okay, Allison. A Saturn return or a Jupiter go away? <laughs> Saturn return. You know, I have to say, Jupiter Ascending was right there, and I really appreciate yeah. that you didn't go for the obvious choice. I mean, I'm noticing a theme. Yeah. You are yourself. Sam is, you Look, are I'm very really, Okay, now now I feel the alt branding is going too far. It's going a little no, red no. room, you no, know what no. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, it's like, yes, I have alt-leaning tendencies, but I'm not insane. I, I can play by the rules, you know, I... Well, I want to. I send emails just like course. everybody else. In fact, you said several this morning. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. We at know. The, I'm not the typewriter. You know, mailing them out. Well, you're sort of like an that. FKA Twigs figure. You know, you are. You are. <laughs> I thought that when I came in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what I'm getting from over yeah. here. It's like yeah. she. You know, you do these. Pitch, you're a pitchfork artist, but you also have done an ad for the Apple glasses. Yeah, that actually is entirely the fantasy. Yeah, yeah. How do we get there? I, I would say that that's like where I aspire to. Yeah, I feel like I aspire yeah. to that. And I and I feel very secure in that now. Totally. Where I used to be like, I won't do ads for this and I I can't be bought. And I'm like, I can be bought. I can be so bought. <laughs> totally. But it allow that money then allows me to do the uh what was the FK? <laughs> the Apple. The, the Pitchfork. Apple. Oh, yes, the Pitchfork. The pitchfork yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I want to be reviewed by Pitchfork, but I want the money from David Yerman. 100%. Sure. That's a pipe dream. And honestly, David, David Yerman, call me. that's a great brand. You know, you didn't go for the, ob- you didn't go for Tiffany's. Like, d- no. David it's a Yerman, little, it's, yeah. You know? It's a little off the beaten path. Yeah. It's a little Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Yerman screams Sam. Yeah. <laughs> a name synonymous with alt. With alt. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. What would your ideal brand partnership be? <laughs> I feel like this is a questionnaire from like a management team. Yeah, totally. Tried 100%. To answer and I'm always like, whoever. And by the way, we're signing you. <laughs> money. Um, honestly, I I I would say anything that I already use, wear, and do. Totally. I'm not like a person who wants the most money in something. So but I, berries. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. <laughs> berries They're like, huge. we'll give you free berries classes for life and you have to talk about it on every interview you do. I would say one million percent yes. Yeah. Okay, I have a follow-up question. What's your least favorite no. brand you could partnership? What's the he one? He is being so gotcha right now. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> I feel trapped. I feel unsafe. <laughs> Next. <laughs> We were like when we were um, when we first signed with iHeart. I'll say it. We were we were asked like for affinity brands, like brands we would potentially want to do ads for. Yeah. And for whatever, my boyfriend is obsessed with Nuts.com, and now I have sort of been brought on as an as a. Um, did you see? Wait, sorry, sidebar. Did you see the nuts store that they open in our neighborhood? No. Yeah. Well, you're. In- yeah. Or redacted. Yeah, I'm in redacted. Bleep it. No, no one's talking us. It's okay. Um, there's a full like block like a half block long nut store on Atlantic and Smith that just opened. Oh, but it's not nuts.com. It's not nuts.com, okay. but it is nuts.com in person. Like it's like oh. just nuts and wow. like nut related is items it, in bulk. It's not wow. Carpo, is it? There's this British store called Carpo. I don't know. I didn't pay okay, attention. That's fine. That's I just fine. saw the nuts and I was like, okay, Well, you know what? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to check that out because okay. I need to know because nuts.com well, also nuts.com is funny. They also have more than nuts. It's yes. funny. <laughs> what about like would a store that just sells nuts speak to you in the same way that nuts.com speaks to you? Or is there something about the branding of nuts.com? That yeah. is it, is the branding. That. it is yeah. the branding. It is the branding. Well, know. first of all, Allison is right. They have way more than nuts. And and it's also like <laughs> it's also like 
fun nut. You know, it's like I'm not like other nuts. Everything oh. bagel cashews. Well, that's sort of actually that's sort of a little Trader Josie. I don't. I was, I was uh, say I that. Was say no, that. you know what? I take that back. But like, um, they have, the, or they'll do like, uh, you know, pretzel, <laughs> honey mustard pretzel pieces. Okay, even, again, I'm not selling no, those it. Those are I'm good. Not selling it. But yeah. those are normal. But those are normal. You're right. That's a snack. I need to think of. I need to think of a really <laughs> a good a one. Comestible. You can right, find that right. in a Kroger. Yeah. Wow, I'm doing. I, they're like, we don't want you guys. We don't want to advertise with you guys. Like, you do not know how to sell this product. Actively bad job. <laughs> it's, it's literally like people are going to be like, oh, I guess I don't like yeah. nuts.com. <laughs> I was I was in and then I was out. Yeah, I guess I'll just go to the nut store in Cobble Hill and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing them a huge favor. Yeah, truly. <laughs> If only, but yeah, but you don't remember the name of the store. No, so honestly, I don't. No well, one it's is new there. and I have a bad memory. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay, so you're refusing to answer what brand you don't want to elaborate with. <laughs> yeah, to recap. Um, yeah, it's a long list. No, it's of course, of course. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, do I have one? Yeah. Let's see. Everyone has one. There's a, there's a million. I know. But, and there's, a, there's always a reason a to one. not. I know. But the, everyone also has a price. Yeah, one hundred. Like, would you do this for five dollars? No. Would you do it for five thousand dollars? Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Or if you can do it in your own way. I was asked to do something for a, a redacted famous person's energy drink brand, and mm. I was like, no, no, no. Like the the number was just too low. Mm-hmm. And then finally, they're like, we're, we'll come up, and I was like, do I get to like say that I don't like it, or or do I get to say <laughs> do I get to like be in on the joke that this like person even has one mm-hmm. and and I drank it and I'm like yeah it's actually like pretty good am I gonna drink this every day absolutely not I probably die like and they were like do whatever you want I was like oh well then I can talk about it totally sometimes people just want you to talk about something they wait even, so did you like, get nuts. the gig com. Uh, I don't know if I did actually oh, well it's or good they, that you're talking about have... it on air <laughs> well if they I know well I, I'll still do it yeah. <laughs> But I think it went away. I think it like didn't pan out. But it was oh. one of those things where like would never be on a list of dream partnerships. Totally, but I'm like, oh, sure. that's kind of funny. And like, sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, it's also like if you're going to do an ad, it's almost better to do it for a stupid thing and make it funny yes. than to be overly earnest and yeah. be like, nuts.com I used to have made a, me come out of the closet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nuts.com made me gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a, the sort of like, I won't do the, and I'm like, no, I will, yeah. actually, because also I, I have a business to run here. Absolutely. You know, I'm not independently wealthy. Yeah. Not yet. And interestingly, neither are Because uh, I'm always shopping at Rachel yeah. Comey. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not independently wealthy because you keep going to Barry's yeah. Rachel Comey. Yeah. Four times a Every day. day. <laughs> Four times a day. I mean, you look incredible. Don't get I me wrong. I actually have but... to get out of here at five for abs and ass. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a funny brand partnership for Stradio Lab would be. And I honestly think, hear me out, I think this would be really funny as oh. an ad to do would be like Rolex. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my like, god, LOL. So funny. No, if you did like that. from us, it would be funny because it would be like trying to be like luxury and yeah. we could not sell it. And I think it would be uh, such a left turn that Let's just it hope would be for really our Rothies, you know? Yeah. Let's just fingers 100%. crossed for our Rothies. For I would honestly love anything that isn't direct to consumer. Because yeah. I feel like that sounds so. I hate the direct. Yeah, that's like, I'm a legacy grant yes. person. A leg- yeah, 100%. exactly. Exactly. Even like, God, what's a good legacy? Even, Literally the other day when I was at J. Crew, I was like, "Finally, a store." <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. I mean, truly. <gasps> wow. Wait, Sam, is your shirt J. Crew? Yes. Oh my God! Wow. <laughs> that would yeah. be that would be like they would be good for you, but then also maybe too earnest. Yeah, it would well, be too real. But you know, with the Chris Black connection, oh, they are really true. rebranding. I know. <laughs> I know, and yeah, that's true. 
I, listen, I'm trying to work with them too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I feel like you would be yeah. great. Get me yeah, in there. I think you're in. I am them. I am J. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> they call me J. Crew. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are both dealing with such different issues in our day-to-day lives. You have a full-time job in Los Angeles. You've had to uproot your home. You've had to, you have to figure out work-life balance. Meanwhile, I am a freelancer in New York City. How do I fit it all in one day? How do I create my own schedule? What am I, some boss lady in a film? You know, it's so hard. You have to be boss and employee. But you know what? We can't keep these things bottled up. You know, we need to let them out. That's right. People all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And when you bottle them up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I'll tell you something. Therapy in the past for me has been just a place where once a week I can tell someone what I'm thinking of in a safe and enclosed space where no one can enter and ask me to send an email because it is my time and it is my time for therapy. And everyone deserves that in all across this great nation. Yeah. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and hey, suited for your schedule. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Stradio today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Stradio. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Wait, I have a question for you. So we are newly recording video on our podcast, and oh. as a as a, a YouTuber, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm Ooh. flattered. Wow. As a YouTuber, I got a go. <laughs> no. wow. So even YouTubers can be mothers. First. Yeah. <laughs> As a YouTuber, first and foremost, I sort of think of you in the I same breath. I am not a YouTuber, first and foremost, and now I'm only looking at the camera because you I've gave me brain worms and I'm a movie star. Okay? Do you know James Charles? <laughs> no, but I know who he is. Um, my question is, you know, we are in front of the camera for the first time. I would say this is like our third episode that we're doing video. Yeah, and thank, thank you. you. George, your hair is phenomenal. Get him. Get him. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. I... I buzz my hair and I and I I'll say it I'll do a fade. So before we started recording I took off my hat and I was like I'll I hope say my, it you're so brave. <laughs> I was like I hope my hair looks fine and Allison with full of contempt <laughs> goes what hair? <laughs> You don't have any. Yeah, no, no I, in that moment, I said, thank you. Thank you. Someone is being truthful I in the studio. I believe this. I was no, shocked. Only to see, the hair that you have is great. Thank You're you. You're extremely Beautiful. handsome. 
but yeah, I can't imagine anything being out of place. No, I actually I don't think it's him. possible. Yeah. Like, I would love to see it yeah, messed up. Exactly. Like, what are we looking at here? See, to me, so here's what I mean. Like, if I wear a hat, let's say, and my mm. and my buzz cut is a little overgrown, it will be like um, sort of look like a geological map. Like, it will have like ups a topography. and downs. A topography oh. thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, but the good news is I'm wearing headphones, so it sort of doesn't matter. It's going to create a new topography. Well, yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. It's going to create a new topography, and it's going to look bad. <laughs> Allison, my question for you is, uh, as someone who works in visual media, mm. how much do you think about, like, repeating outfits, like, I don't know, these things that we have. That's we a good question, a lot, actually. Yeah. A lot. It actually has had, like, in, in total earnestness, yeah. has had, like, a pretty detrimental effect on my self-image like i.e. how i feel like i look physically sure. my clothes how they fit what i'm wearing it's a nightmare it's hell because you also have to like you don't just get to like record the video and it's out in the world like you have to like watch the edits you have to do the thing oh. like that. you have to engage with yourself as like this avatar all the fucking time yeah. and you're like i I repeat shirts now that I've worn a year ago. Yeah. But I own too many button downs. And now I'm sort of like, well, if I only wear button downs, then I can just repeat the button downs. Like rather sure. than feeling like, oh, you're wearing the George Michael shirt sure, again. Sure, like sure. you can't wear that more than twice. So yeah, you're doing you got it. almost like the red room of clothing. Yeah, that's sort of how I think about it. Yeah. Have you considered painting your kitchen red? I'm, it's on the table. Yeah, because then I can just rebrand entirely. And now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so oh wait, and then the other thing is, we're both doing things on camera that inherently make you look. It's like we're podcasting one of the most embarrassing things you could do with your time, mm. and then you're cooking, which like inherently, like no matter how incredible you look, like it's gonna make you sweat. It's gonna make you like yeah. you know you're gonna get like a stain on your clothes. Like I'm more of a stain than a sweat. Okay, but oh, that, sometimes that's I lucky. do sweat. I feel like if I uh, was a food influencer, which I could be if I wanted to. <laughs> Why I nuts.com call me. <laughs> I would be I would be making all your recipes, but I would be doing it with a sort of LGBTQ plus flair. <laughs> people do do that though. <laughs> Sorry, that call, that market has been cornered. Wait, really? is that true? Do people like Sure. I think I, I guess of well, course they do. I think Why I'm not? a narcissist, so I'm like I I'm like, that's my pasta or yeah. whatever. But like wow. it is. I think a mother knows her child. Of course. Do they call it their and own? So yeah, I think but I think that that's people making content the best way they can, which is being like, oh, I saw this recipe, I liked it, I cooked it, mm -hmm. and now I'm doing cilantro instead of parsley. Right. Wow. And I'm like, well, it's still my recipe. Allison, wow. how would you feel if I did Julie and Julia for your recipes? I think that people <laughs> have I, also done that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, but I think you should. Okay. I think that could be fun. I think if you sure. did it, it would be the first time you did it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And that's special. <gasps> wow. wow. That is so powerful. <laughs> I was like, have no, you... oh, well, something you said earlier, mm -hmm. I really, really resonate with, which is my whole personality, I feel like, is defined by my inability to think that anyone has ever done the thing before me. 100%. Or I'm like, I did that. Or like the idea that I can't do something if I know someone else has done it. Yeah. It just yes. like, it, and it's like, why? Who cares? Think of how much happier we'd be if we didn't care. Well, I, especially because yeah. we're both in such crowded market. I mean, the market of like yeah. recipe development and the market of gay podcasts. It's yeah. like the two things that have the most people in them yeah. <laughs> in the world. Yeah, we have a lot of crossover. Yeah. People are going to love this episode. <laughs> I mean, truly. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way when like 
someone has like like when I've had like TV ideas or something, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, they did that in the '90s with this." And I'm like, "No, they yeah. didn't. No, they didn't." <laughs> I'm like, "What that? But it's different because." Um, well, it's like yeah. I would do it different. Or I'm I- like, if if my life would be made easier by making a choice, I will actively not make that choice if I know somebody else has done it, yes. even like remotely in a similar way that like nobody would fucking care. I know. Yeah, but I, guess I that, care. Yeah. <laughs> And in fact, the secret to being successful, literally, is being an original. Yeah. Of course. Period. <laughs> yeah. People do it every day. Yeah. And I'm like, you look happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm over yeah. here being like, yeah, it's, it's hell. It's, but wow. that's why I don't look at anything, because then it's new to me. You know? It's, it's important to at least have deniability. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree You don't that. read or write or listen to <laughs> oh, anything. I, I live in a cave. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> and then I go to the Y, and then I go back to the cave. Yeah. <laughs> In between writing a bunch of emails. <laughs> That's why today the emails felt so special because I was out of my cave. Yeah. <laughs> um, do George- you ever do, <clears throat> you don't have to mention names, but like, do you ever sort of do like peek into what other people in your quote unquote, you know, in your, I was about, I to, say, try I was about to. to say quote unquote industry, which sounds like I'm being incredibly condescending. I know. But, well, but that's not what yeah, I meant. Your little okay. business your thingy. <laughs> <laughs> your little boop boop. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. I have a question related to that. Is it? Is there a community of food people? Do you like hang out? Do you like talk? Sam. Come no, on, there is one, and I'm not like okay. in, I'm not like in, in comedy because we are. I mean, it. Is, I like think we literally know everyone who's ever done comedy. But that's different because we are in like. <laughs> so here's the thing: we're we know when we came up in comedy, like we're doing shows every night where we are in lineups with like seven other people. Like a comedy mm-hmm. show is like a host, and then there's like four to seven comedians. So you meet people and then you are immediately oh suddenly we're colleagues we're co-workers and we're yeah. in a we work like it, you know for day in day out and i feel like that is and if they're women you support them exactly of course <laughs> um and that that is actually very rare like there is yeah. no equivalent for most other things you would never be in like a sort of music festival for recipe developers <laughs> where you're like it's no, like no it sounds like hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would politely decline um, yeah I think that because I've been doing this for so long and like I used to work in restaurants and then I worked in yeah. magazines and, I did it, and then I sort of went off on my own I I enjoy working alone I, I yeah. enjoy that like I get to talk with other people and like work with who I choose and all that stuff and I think that I well I know that I feel like there's like a a vibe that like Oh, she doesn't want to sit with us or something. With and I'm you? like, no, no, no. Well, because I've othered myself. Totally. Because totally. I'm an independent person that enjoys like the okay, I'm just gonna do my own totally, thing. Yeah. But there are there is a community of people. And I I don't necessarily there are people that I'm very close with, dear friends of mine, who I would say are in in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but at large they feel the same way I do. Like they're okay. not part of like if you catch me on like a Friday night at casino, like I'm not with other like food people. Right, right, right. I think that's healthy. Sure. It's probably better. I don't know. I feel like it's also if you have other ambitions where you're like, I'm not just a comedian. I'm a podcaster. Exactly. You Thank know? you. <laughs> I'm a fashion influencer. I love nuts. Um, <laughs> <there's> <laughs> like, <laughs> you are dragging me. <laughs> I know. I'm actually like very impressed. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, but I, I think that like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's the other thing too is like just because you're in an industry doesn't mean you have to all like invite each other to your birthday no, party. No, you're totally right. Well, you're literally totally right. that is what it means for us is that yeah. we're literally always. Do you always... think that, do you feel pressure to? <sighs> I do. Thing. And Why? Because you don't want to offend people. I, I don't. Yeah. Like, it's like. You're very sweet. And it's like, okay, well, if like six of their friends are coming, they're going to want to come. And so, like, I truly, in the last few years, every time it's my birthday, I uh, get paralyzed with, like, how do I do this? Because yeah. it's like, I want it to be 
20 people. And then it's like, but if I invite those five, I have to invite that five. Yeah, and, and I think that it was, I mean, when I worked at restaurants, I only hung out with my coworkers. I only hung out with other, quote, chefs and, like, people in food, other than, like, my high school and or college mm-hmm. friends. And then when I worked in magazines, I hung out largely with the people from the magazine. And then when I went freelance, all of I didn't have any coworkers. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of less beholden to, like, a community, and, like, it just didn't enforce itself. And so also I'm basically 40 now like I'm not 28 being like we all have to hang out every day like now I get to <laughs> drag me chosen chosen family like, well, wait whoa we're 25 yeah <laughs> so we can't really relate to that <laughs> but have fun with that yeah. Yeah. it's great I've never um, felt better um, wait I want to do my little game okay um, unfortunately it is going to be a little clunky and I'm going to have to look at my computer but Allison I had a sort of idea I was like I want to do a fun game something low pressure something that combines your work with our podcast. So I thought, mm. how about I how I want you to rate on a Kinsey scale mm. a variety of your most impactful recipes. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. sort of and we can talk through why, like if if a recipe is bisexual or if a recipe is gay or straight, we can talk through okay. why that might be. Does that sound like a good idea? Sure, let's try it. And the Kinsey scale I'm now trying to remind myself. Yeah, is it zero to ask. zero to six? Zero to six. Zero being straight and six, and six being, being gay. gay. And we're we're qualifying gay as any denomination of queer. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think. I we think we got to update the Kinsey to, scale to reflect right. our modern times. <laughs> She's running, folks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you are literally you're, you're Hillary Duff in that commercial where she says, "Don't say gay." Don't say gay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go sort of like in a random order. All okay. right, let's see. So, Allison, um, brown butter salmon with lemon and harissa. It's like a three. I th- I sort of agree. How come? Here's what I think. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. <laughs> but I also think brown butter and harissa is queer. Mm. But salmon is such a staple. It's sort of it's like. such a hetero night Exactly. Yeah. It's like weeknight dinner. Mom's busy. She's making yeah. salmon. Busy but healthy. Busy but healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Busy but loves flavor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spring chicken with crispy leeks. I want to say like a four. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I, I don't know why. I think that it is like uh Oh, honey, you baked. Exactly. Energy. Yeah. And leeks are gay. It's kind of <laughs> cottagecore feeling in a way that's like pretending. It's like you put on your little polo and you're like, I mean, a chicken. 100%. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And we've always talked about how like turkey is straight, but then when you make a chicken, you're having chosen family over rather than biological. Chicken moves family. the needle. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Creeps up the ladder. Yeah. 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 And I would go so far as to say for leeks, okay, let me know if you agree with this. So anything, would you say, ugh, would you say leeks are in the general onion family even spiritually oh, yes I know right? that they are yes okay oh. <laughs> I don't okay. think that I know it honey <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's what I think it's like basic onions like a basic yellow onion mm-hmm. that's straight the farther away you get from that the um, more queer becomes oh. so because it's like wearing an outfit exactly sure, yeah. Yeah. scallions ramps. leeks ramps are you ramps kidding are, me but you know what ramps are sort of they come full circle because their ramp is like an IPA Ramp is like a yes. smoked yeah. pork shoulder. Yeah. Ramp is like a you're into that, and yes. that makes it a zero. Exactly. Damn, the cycle is so toxic. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's also like ramps. There's something that's like uh, corporate branded about. Like you're like there's dark money there. They, oh, they became 100%. popular because of they're dark available money. at Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, ramps and pickleball are in cahoots. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god, one million percent. 
the, the Venn diagram of people who love ramp butter and people who play a pickleball, it's a circle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Allison. Oh, this is actually a recent favorite of mine. Oh. Spicy chicken piccata. Hmm. <gasps> I not to be like three, but I yeah. think that's a three. I think that's. A three I think too. that's a three four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're, it's a bisexual menu so far. Yeah. I mean, listen. Scale's a scale. The scale doesn't lie. Now I have two final questions, and these are a little more complicated. I'm gonna give you. <laughs> we're gonna do your two pasta salads and your three most famous stews. And I want you to sort of rank them like like with the two pasta. We have pasta salad with zucchini, sizzled scallion, and parmesan, mm. and pasta salad with peas and parmesan. Mm, yeah. So of those, which one would you say is the gayer one? <laughs> um, I would say the peas are gayer. I agree. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Like little tiny. Well, also it not. This isn't a reflection on the gay community. Of course. But the peas and it's okay one. If it is. <laughs> the peas one. It requires like more knife work, but less cooking, and so mm. it's like. You any you know it's like if you're like oh we're going to a BBQ mm-hmm. I need to bring something that I know is going to be a hit but like I don't know if I want to like get all mm, before it's a really good alternative totally. and, and great I, impression of a gay guy by the way thank you I spent a lot of time with them uh, in research for this podcast um, of course not because I wanted to uh, but they're can't stand them yeah <laughs> music's crazy Yuck. I had to hang out with them for the research and let me tell you something never again oh at least it was tax deductible just like this okay. outfit I love that I actually love that because you know what? I think that's unex- what you're saying is a little unexpected because to me the word sizzled is one of the gayest possible words you could put in a recipe title mm. and yet peas are gayer. <laughs> peas are peas make it gay. Yeah, yeah. peas okay. make it gay. I love that. The zucchini right. makes it straight. Zucchini is straight. Yeah. There's no way around it. <laughs> okay, final question. Your three most famous stu- or at least to my mind, yeah, I have Yeah, I think there's it's three. It's like uh the chickpea one, mm-hmm. the uh white bean Broccoli Rob? No. Oh yeah, white bean, brock, white bean green, like spicy white yes. beans too. And then the dilly, dilly beans. The too. dilly beans. Too. I think we have our answer right there. I think that's a zero, <laughs> a three, and a five or a six. <laughs> I do think dilly, dilly beans too is a yeah. I mean, to have on. to say the word dilly, Ooh, dilly. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, not only is it gay, it's like three gay guys having an explicit threesome on camera. <laughs> like, that was my inspiration, actually. <laughs> You've heard about the, like, eagle paella that they made? No, stop. I can't. I don't want to know about this. Should we go try together? <laughs> well, they should make an eagle dilly bean stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should, too. It would sell. It would sell. Wow. Um, George, that was a great game. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. It really makes me think. Thank, yeah. Thank you for humoring me. I. It, it was like It was, like, simple enough that... No, it was so complicated too, in a good way. <laughs> okay, it really, no, it really we got in there. Yeah, yeah, I think it showed some real truth. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't you know, prepared to be so vulnerable. Yeah, but, yeah. And yeah you know do you what? need a tissue, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> and, and because I'm business minded, I'll ask you one final question. I oh. know your upcoming book is about desserts. Yes. So, and of course, I haven't read it yet because I haven't been sent an advanced copy. Which is really a shame, and you should have gotten one. And trust me, that will not happen again. That's what. <laughs> okay, and thank roll. you. And thank you. Thank you. I know you're sort of on the way out from of gay men, but like, just send us <laughs> one books. last job. And then you don't, have, you don't have to talk to them ever again. This might again. be the podcast that turns it all around for me. We don't know. You have a chance to save me. Of course. <laughs> so I guess my question would be like, of the of dessert recipes, let's say famous dessert recipes, or even ones in your book, if you would like to go that route. Like, what is the straightest one? What is the gayest one? I'm gonna say that the cover dessert recipe for sweet enough 
which is crushed raspberries and sour cream mm-hmm. is the gayest That's dessert. extremely gay. Wow. It's so gay. Yeah. It is It's rejecting gay. all norms. Yeah, it's almost homophobic that you put that on the cover. I know. No, it says I welcome you. There's a dog yeah. whistle. Yeah, yeah. There's a exactly. <laughs> um, and then I would say, hmm, I think a straight dessert is a cake. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, totally. Well, um, it implies wedding. Mm-hmm. It implies uh a ch- child's birthday. I think also salted butter chocolate chunk shortbread, which is my first famous recipe period that happened to That's be a straight. dessert. No offense. No, I know. <laughs> that really so that was like I when that recipe like became famous yeah. outside of my my doing really, it was my first peek into like real hetero women like hetero white women mm-hmm. food Republicans. Blog culture. Yeah. yeah. Like for for a while there you were just a Republican influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From sea to shining sea. I saw it all on the internet. I was like, wow, this is a peak in a, a lot of Christianity. Yeah, I really? was like, whoa, yeah, that cookie really yeah, people posting, crosses borders. <laughs> Thank you at Allison Roman for supporting Jesus. Yeah. It, 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 crosses, like, no. it crosses borders and then builds walls. Yeah, <laughs> it's to keep you out specifically. Yeah, I'm still allowed, but you guys yeah. can't. Yeah. No, wow. I do think, I feel like Maybe some some of you agree. I feel like your first viral stew was what uh was what queered your oeuvre. Hmm. Why? How so? It's cottage core. It's cottage core it's for cozy. sure. It's cozy. It's one pot. It's very like you live in your apartment, but you're pretending it's a house. <laughs> yeah. You light a candle. Yeah. 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 You buy turmeric for the first time. You never forget yes. how that feels. Actually, yes. thank you. I was like, I was trying to find what the thing is. It's turmeric. That is what makes it queer. <laughs> Yeah. And okay. a chickpea. And a and chickpea. Ugh. It's gay. Wait, question. Do chickpeas have protein? Yeah. Okay. I was actually okay. just talking about this yesterday. <laughs> Someone, They're very high in protein. Most humans are. That's no. like what everyone s- says, of course. And then at some point in the last couple of years, people keep being like, wait, hummus doesn't have protein? What? I've been lied to my whole life? Well, it's it, literally just yesterday we were shooting home movies and we were talking about, or I brought up like, why do people think chickpeas are healthy? Like it's like a weird mythology yeah. in our di- in like our culture of diet and like being obsessed with healthy foods. It's totally. like pile on those chickpeas. I'm like that is like seven thousand calories of chickpeas and like per per gram of protein that you're getting. Like it, the math doesn't add up. Wow. But I think because it feels indulgent, mm-hmm. especially when whipped into a smooth, creamy hummus, mm-hmm. uh, people think that it's like. A cheat or something. Yeah. So it's basically like any other bean in terms of. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think that most people will not celebrate the bean the way they will a chickpea. And I'm on a mission to change that. Interesting. (laughs) That's huge. What's your favorite bean? (laughs) Um, I love a tiny little white bean, a creamy navy bean. Totally. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I also I'm not, love like large. I'm being 100% earnest. Yeah, I love like <laughs> large gigante beans. I like them really tiny or really large. Wait, Allison. I just made gigante beans. Um, I made like a Greek recipe for it, which is sort of like a tomato based, mm-hmm. like, like tomato a feta. Exactly. Yeah. And it was delicious. Yeah, they're good. They're very, they're like large and creamy as yeah. advertised. And I think that they do feel like substantial. I don't know, yeah. substantial. No, um, I, okay, great. Well, I have to say, I've never heard of these beans. I was going to say, Sam is giving us nothing over uh, here. I, I, um, I'm sorry you've been replaced. This yeah. is now a foodie podcast. I'm, I have to be completely honest. I have to come out of the closet. I've never cooked a thing in my life. Okay. Um, I don't I do not do it. Um, and, do you well, enjoy eating? You know, to an extent. Okay. I, I, my, to, a, to an extent. Wow. Yeah. He's not a, you're not a foodie. Although no. you, Sam has a boyfriend who's a real home cook. that like. Yeah. What do you cooking. eat for lunch? 
It's actually the hardest. <laughs> okay. Listen, don't ask questions you don't want wow. answers to. <laughs> Okay. It's uh, no lunch is actually the hardest meal on earth. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I don't want to cook anything, but I don't want to pay thirty dollars to eat something out, no. and so I don't know what to do. Literally every single day, I'm sort of like I'll just eat a horrible <laughs> sandwich with um, anything I can find. Mm. But me and my boyfriend are both at home, and he hates deli meat. Um, wow. And so truly, we are both just like stuck. house divided. <laughs> yeah. And so then <laughs> truly, it is a pressure point of like what to get for lunch every single day. And we're like, what? Have you heard of hummus? <laughs> yeah, you should. High do hummus in protein. Just I mean, spoonful. that's try- kind of what I do. Um, OK, so I'm struggling. But it is a goal. Actually, uh, this this year I've been like lunch trying is hard. To, I don't yeah. I, I want you to know that even in my yeah. position, yeah. I struggle. So what, what do you is, what, what do you do? Lunch? I'm more of like a assemble snacky situation where like I have, you know, like cucumbers on hand and I'll like chop them up and eat them with salt and butter. And then I'll have like, I don't know, I'm like a big leftovers person. Like that's when I'll do like the cold chicken and whatever. I'm big into soups. Oh, sure, um, sure, I sure. do a lot of like tofu soups for lunch with kimchi oh, or something like that. I love that. Something that's like very fast and doesn't. Sure. Because I'm also not trying to pay $30 for a delivery. No. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I get so it's mad. So, I, I'm so mad. I'm also like, this money isn't going back into the restaurant or no, the workers. No. There's no ethical consumption under DoorDash. <laughs> Say that. Yeah. Um, should we get into our topic? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Okay. So, full transparency, I texted George this topic to try to sort of, you know, not be so alternative and sort of um, be in the lane, but also have a, a, you know something fun that we can all sort of talk about without yeah, um, being good at cooking. We can all get into this. Yeah. Um, and so I proposed dinner parties as our straight topic. And Allison, off the bat, you pushed back and said, that's not straight. Um, which, I w- which is fair. Like, I think there's Well, I didn't say that's not straight. I said, is that straight? <laughs> I, that was, you know, it, huh. it was a question. Well, and, I wish it was and, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't I actually hear, hear an answer. So I'm happy to play your little game. But I don't, I would just say that, like, compared to other topics you've covered, totally. I would say that that is sort of just a thing that exists. That, honestly? But I don't see sexuality. So. Yeah. <laughs> That is, to, it is true that some of the topics are just things that exist. <laughs> oh, many of them. Many yeah. of them. But I felt like it was straight because it's. And we're like poking holes in your whole concept, so we no, can just no, 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 out. for sure. <laughs> no, we're, we love to see the holes. Um, I, I felt <laughs> honey. like. Honey. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, honey. I love oh, to see the holes. Oh, brother. Um, uh, okay. Uh, but I was thinking it was straight because it's like. Uh, my like it's like parents <laughs> having their friends over like kids go to basement right. like kids oh, you go grew up to at basement. the basement that's nice what's it like <laughs> you're rich wow <laughs> yeah independently wealthy we had a basement <laughs> <sighs> no um, it, it actually it sort of reminds me of the topic of vacation because vacation similarly mm. can be either super straight when it's like a family at a resort yes or extremely gay when it's like you know, Mykonos. Mykonos. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's a pigeonhole you. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> but a dinner. But I see what you're saying. It's and, and actually now reframing it like that, like a parent's parents having a dinner party. That is one of the. And then it's like the pain of like one of the couples having a kid that's your age and you having to be like, I'm George. And then being expected to like hang out with that kid all night. Yeah. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to talk to children. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and even like there's something about 
like a, it's such a couple based event. Yes. the dinner mm. party. Yeah, which does feel straighter to me. Even though, of course, I understand that gay people can be in relationships. Heck, I'm in one, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm a shining example of what a gay person can do when they put their mind to anything. Um, no, you are right, though, that it's like a celebration of the nuclear family. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> sort of built my whole career on this concept of having them, but now I'm rethinking well, everything. But you have queered it, Allison. Without you, it would just be straight couples. Oh, well, I'll take that. That I'm proud. I am proud. I feel like, especially growing up, there was no pressure to make good food at a dinner party. It was like... We're making a pasta salad, and honey, it doesn't have anything sizzled on it. <laughs> Sizzle I, don't even know. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. It's also a space where you can't be honest, which you no. can't, like, if the food yeah. is b- bad or yeah. even medium, you have to be like, this is amazing. No, it's perfect. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I, yes, I know. And I, it happens to me all the time. And this oh. sort of circles back to our first part of the convo, which is when I cook for other people, especially if it's, you know, mixed company, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not as familiar with them. I feel like people are going to go back to wherever they came from and say, I actually went to a dinner party and Allison Roman was cooking and like that thing was burnt or it was too salty or it was blah, blah, blah. Like I am so afraid of that happening and I'm sure that it has that it it prevents me from wanting to continue. Oh, that is terrifying. When I was just doing this as like coming up in my career and it was like I was building it, it was fun and carefree and like mistakes were part of the charm and now I'm like, up at 3.30 in the morning thinking about how the thing wasn't right. Totally, yeah. Wow. It's like someone going home and being like, that's mother? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awful. Have it's you... awful to be mother. <laughs> <laughs> have you had, I mean, I'm sure at some point you must have, but like, have you had an experience where you truly, something went wrong and like there was no, it was too late and you served something you knew was bad? Um. Yeah, that... It happens in um, when I'm like grilling or cooking with fire, yeah. Mm. Which is very niche thing to say. It doesn't happen often, but because I'm less familiar with that as like a cooking technique, I tend to like undercook something or overcook something, or I'm like, you know, whatever. So I've, you know, I'd say I err on the side of under than over. Like if I'm doing like a big cut of meat, like a big mm-hmm. leg of lamb, totally. You know, over open fire in the summertime. If you guys are, if you guys want to come over sometime in July. I would love. Um, but I'll be like, oh, I think it's done, and then I'll start carving it. I'm like, oh fuck, raw as hell. And so I'll I'll put it back on the fire yeah, and yeah, pretend yeah. like it's part of the process. Uh-huh. And like most of the time, I don't think people interpret that as me being inept, but I do internalize it as a personal feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's sort of your version of bombing at the um, bar show. Yeah, bombing at the bar show. <laughs> or just show. like meeting somebody and not feeling on. Where totally. they're like, I thought you were a comedian. Like, I thought you were charming. Oh, 100%, I thought you were a host. Yeah. Like, and you're like, well, I'm yeah. not right now, you yeah. know? And so, yeah. Yeah, and also I'm tired and drunk. <laughs> and high. And, and high. And I didn't also, eat anything for lunch. Also, by the way, I have a drug problem, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Sorry, I can't dance for you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the Red Room. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. So I, I'm almost like, sorry, what were you going to say? I, oh, I have another dinner party thing. Please. Which I went to one um, last weekend. Mm. Um, was it gay or straight? It was straight. It was very straight. That's shocking for you. It was a, it was a departure. And I knew, and I it actually um, made me think of this topic and Got sort it. of made me like, 
like I was overthinking it before I went there because I was like, what do I wear? And it was like, well, if it were a gay dinner party, I would wear something more playful, but it's a yeah, straight a mesh one. top and a thong. <laughs> but it's a straight the ball one. in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, no food. Um, but I, and so I actually was thinking like, when you go to a dinner party, what sort of like type of yourself do you like to project? Because I was like, do I want to be like dressed up? Because mm. they didn't say like it's this kind of dinner party. It was just like these are friends. Yes. And so I was like, I could either be the person that like makes it too nice, like dresses a little too nice, and is like annoyed that it's not going perfectly, or I could be the person that is like dressed too casually and yeah. like you know wearing a ripped T-shirt and everyone being worried is going to leave at any moment. Totally. Mm. And <laughs> wow, I've this so it's is sort a of etiquette. Yeah, it's sort of you're asking. Actually, this is a really smart way about it. Is like etiquette of being a guest rather than being a host because you would yeah. expect that we would ask you about hosting right wow tables turned but the tables Subversive. have turned you're yeah. coming yeah. to our dinner party <laughs> yeah what's the vibe <laughs> yeah i think that i want to look like as good as i'd want to look at a restaurant yeah and i, I want to like that's... look put together but not annoyingly so but that's i run i don't run that risk very often <laughs> um but i also think i do like like a good move like in the summer like a high low like mm-hmm. a a good earring, a lip, a white t-shirt, jeans, like a, a cute shoe. Yeah, sure. But the shoe, I've noticed that, you know, you can't rely on your outfit for the shoe. Which is a right. very you know, 100%. straight thing it to is. worry about. It is. Um, but because a lot of people make you take your shoes off. That you is can't actually, have the outfit be ruined. That is really yeah. one of the saddest things in in our um, in terms of things that happen at homes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like if I'm doing white t-shirt, high-waisted yeah. blue jeans because I'm wearing like a sick red heel exactly. and the heel comes off and then I'm like an asshole. Yeah. So like we got to plan ahead for that. Yeah. I mean this particular dinner party, the weirdest thing is I was like, it's a shoes off household, like be ready for oh, you that. you already knew that. Okay. I knew that and then I got there and they were like, you can keep your shoes on. And I was like, well, I wore stupid shoes because I knew I would take them off as soon as I got yeah. here. Yeah, also the socks you're wearing, you don't want to be caught in bad socks. Or that no is socks. a danger, yeah. Actually, I find it to be kind of a power move to wear bad socks. Really? Yeah. I, have a fr- I have a friend who brings over his own house shoes to my house because wow. he knows that I ask him to take them. Actually, I have two friends that do that. That's One of them's gay, one of them's not. Wow. That is so beautiful. Talk I actually about bipartisanship. <laughs> I think that's She's actually... running. <laughs> I think that's amazing. That's, yeah. That is truly the fantasy, to have little house slippers. Oh, I think that if I'm ever very rich, I will have a full... Like oh yeah, catalog of like size range of size like LL Bean mm-hmm. like oh you didn't have that growing up yeah, <laughs> yeah I had oh, no I had in that in my basement yeah yeah the whole basement was dedicated to just shoes for guests yeah <laughs> except when the children had to go down there <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah I feel like that's such a classy touch yeah okay I'm not there but no. I'll let you know I have like um, three pairs of Crocs by the we have like a backyard and I have three pairs of Crocs by the backyard still wealthy I see <laughs> yeah. Couldn't like, couldn't shake that old. Uh... Well, mommy and daddy knew I had to be set up right. <laughs> they said you're going to Bushwick, babe, and you're getting a backyard. Um, and but I do have three pairs of Crocs that it's like if you're visiting, like, so you're not tracking in and out mud. Mm-hmm. You can no, wear I the get, Crocs. We, yeah, I and think it's amazing. the purpose of the Croc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, I just mean like, you're like, no, but I have them because, but they're not for guests. No, they are. Oh, they are. For That's wait, how many do you have? Three. Oh. So he's only having one person over at a time. Got it. Because <laughs> you and your boyfriend. Well, and yeah, I it's have for like, having threesomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are the threesome talks. <laughs> we really cracked that code. No mud during a threesome. Yeah. yeah. Unless we want it. Oh, well. 
Wow. Um, okay. We've really created an unsafe space today <laughs> in a way that I'm pretty impressed by. I'm on cloud nine. I'm like, you know, with someone that, you know, we don't personally know. Um, it. I disagree. I've met Allison twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did hug uh, mere weeks ago. <laughs> That's true. Well, um, you know, with some people that we don't know as well, mm, yeah. <laughs> with some people that we consider mother rather than, you know, sister, sister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it is sometimes, you know, you're sort of like trying to be polite and you're sort of, you know, how do we get our natural um, mm -hmm. rhythm in here? And, yeah. oh, baby, I did not have to worry about that one bit. Oh, in fact, you. I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I mean, we, we are hesitant often to do non-comedian guests and it's like, you know, we can count on two. It's like, Gia Tolentino, Jeremy O'Harris, Andrea Long Chu. Like who you know, it's like maybe You're name dropping. I know. Sorry. We'll be we'll believe them. We'll believe no, them. No, those are all amazing people. But I'm just very but very funny people. Very funny people. Very funny people. Um, Minds of a generation and funny. <laughs> sure. But it's it's tough because I've I've thought of other people that I would love to like have a conversation with that would flop on the podcast, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. I mean, we would flop talking to them. It I would mean, be mutual. Yeah, they're they're not always they're, they're nothing it's not always a fit. Yeah. No. I was like As you so, know. at some point yeah. someone was like, Who's your dream guest? And I just instinctively said Sarah Jessica Parker. And, and then I was like, <laughs> No, she would not be good. You want Carrie. You don't want <laughs> yeah, Sarah yeah, Jessica exactly. Parker. Exactly. Like, yeah. Although <laughs> Carrie famously is a bad podcaster on and just like that. Well, she improves. But she improves. She, she, improves. she finds her voice. She finds her she voice. Starts to be honest and vulnerable. Uh, yeah. What a beautiful arc. I hope that's in the cards for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would love that. Not today. We need a Che Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> so back to dinner parties. Um, wait. What are our... I'm like, what are the uh, worst... Hmm. Hmm. What are the biggest flops you've seen happen at dinner parties? I mean, under-seasoned food is under an epidemic. Yeah. And I would say dinner party or not. It's... Yeah. That's the biggest issue for me. Or... Or not having music on at all. Oh, yeah. Which, like, what? That Alice, happens a Allison. lot. It happens all the time. That's actually one of the weirder things. Well, honestly, not having music and overhead lighting, I would say, are... Bad lighting, other no than music, yeah. running out of wine. Out of, oh, my God. Running out of wine. Can you imagine? Inexcusable. I actually had a... a I, attended dinner, I attended a dinner party once where a host purposefully stopped serving alcohol mm -hmm. to signal it's time to leave. No. They read that in a book somewhere. It's, and like, that is you, toxic. it's like you keep putting the fresh bottle of wine out. People yeah. are laughing. We're laughing. And then no more wine. Full wine. And you can see the bottles. We didn't run out. They stopped putting it out. I have oh to say. Oh, my God. The idea that you would ever, like, choose to prematurely end your own dinner party is so. Like, oh, is it time to leave? I'm so sorry. And I don't want to be racist. That is wasp. Oh, well, I was going to say thousand percent. <laughs> that's and like that, and I pro police. That's like yeah, yeah. yeah. you're literally being Blue Lives Matter if you choose to end your dinner party before it's time. Well, that's the thing. It's like in the in the canon of things that we take as truths in our yeah. young sweet lives. It's like you go to dinner, you split the fucking check. You host people, you let them leave when they're leaving. You yes. don't get to decide that. There are at least four people listening right now that have been like. You have told me to leave your home multiple times, but I'm like, babe, it's like three in the morning and you have to go. Right. And of course, if it's like if you're having real, you know, like your friends who are family over, you can be a little like chosen family, chosen, chosen family, family, of course. Thank you. <laughs> um, OK, so, yes, lighting. God, I, I, I have an etiquette question. Yes, I, I'm curious what you all think between like so between arrival, like drinks and dinner being served. What is the normal? What is like your preferred time from drinks to dinner? I would say I like a nice 45 to 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that allows for people to trickle in if they're not on time, which not everybody will be. It also allows for a snack hour, although I've you know, in my old age, I've sort of 
cooled it on the snacks. Really? I just, people get too full. Yeah. No, it's and true. it's like a whole, it's like more complicated than any like din- of the dinner part. It's like there have to be at least six people coming over for me to make a snack. Well, I sort of thought, <clears throat> I can't remember where you did this, but I think maybe your Thanksgiving video, you had like little like a toothpick with like an anchovy mm-hmm. and a little pepper and a little pepper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, gay that's... Gay little pepper. <laughs> Talk about a gay snack, by the way. But I, I'm like, that's the solution. Like, rather than having a, a whole thing of appetizers, yeah. have literal tiny little People snacks. are out here with like a half a wheel of cheese. No. And like, that's fine yeah. if then that is your dinner. Yeah. But... It becomes so fun to buy that. Like, you're, I you're love really a like, cheese oh, plate. I'm at market. I love a cheese plate. Oh, yeah, yeah a little baguette. Oh, wee yeah. wee, you know? Yeah. But I think that to do that before you're going to serve like chicken and potatoes and a salad, it's like... It's too much food. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm really scaling back. I think that I've been over serving people for decades. Wow. Fascinating. Wow. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Making amends. The bold apology. This is my mea culpa. Page six. That's an open apology tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Wow. Interesting. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, I have a question for you. My Italian friend told me <laughs> that you're supposed to eat pasta first and then salad. Thoughts? Uh, that's how they do it in Italy. They do. I mean, they mostly serve salad post anything in right. Europe. So salad is the end, not the yeah, beginning. It's yeah, a very yeah. American thing to do at the beginning. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's interesting because my, my family's from Greece, and that and for whatever reason, Greece is more American. Like Greece does salad in the beginning. Well, it's a very salad heavy culture. They yes, do like that's true, that's they true. make meals of salads right, in right, a way right. that I feel like they don't in Italy or yeah. France. Well, or Greek culture is like it's salad, and then it's like the most overcooked piece of meat you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh, and it's leathery, like a, char. It, it is, <laughs> but grilled over a vine. <laughs> yes. you know? But it's truly like one of those. It's like when I go back, I'm like. You guys need God. I, it, oh, you have family that lived there. I grew. I went to high school there. In Greece? Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not know that. Isn't that fun? Where? In Athens. 
Wow, yeah. I loved that. We like move back and forth, so that's why I don't have an accent or anything. But I, but I, but I went to. High or you're a fraud. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he's been lying. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. Yeah, but it's but that is the one because I love Greek food, but they can't. I mean, when I tell you the meat is over, it is literally like ash. Yeah, it's it's a charred culture with regards to meat. But that's I love crazy. Greek food. I I, I mean dill. Yeah. One more dill. Dill. <laughs> I mean. Zucchini that we were talking about before. I feel like there are there are some Greek overlaps with with your cooking. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's it's very much in my oeuvre. oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying that a lot today. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how yeah. to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, you okay. were gonna ask me a question though. Was I? You said something about your Italian friend. Oh, it was Italian. Oh, oh yeah, I think I would tell your Italian friend that in America he needs to respect American culture. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I think an easy way to solve that is you just serve everything at the same time. Totally. I'm not coursing it out. This isn't yeah, a yeah, restaurante. Yeah. I'm, you're coming to my house. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you said that because I actually do get, when people course it out at a dinner party, you're like, relax. No way. You could <laughs> never in a century catch me doing that. Ever. How do you feel though about making a soup? Because when you do a soup, no, you, no. soup for dinner parties. At all. I'm ever. clapping. I'm also. Please. Honk the horn. Honk the no. horn. No soup. Bring that. Bring back the going off. The alarm. going off alarm. Ring the going off alarm. The only thing worse. The only thing worse than soup at a dinner party is if it's a fucking gazpacho or cold chilled soup. Not acceptable. I completely yeah. agree with you. And this is coming from a. You're someone who likes soup. I otherwise. love soup. I love stew. I love soup. Yeah. I love broth. I I yeah. eat it weekly. I celebrate it. Yeah. So you don't. You wouldn't even do as an amuse bouche. Like a tiny little shot glass of gazpacho. That's disgusting. That is so gross to me. Actually, as soon as it's in a shot glass, I'm like, okay, fun. No. Okay. I'm like, that would be a gay dinner party. No. This is a senior frogs. Absolutely not. This is a big rule. Okay. Okay. I love. This is so important to know. No soups at dinner. Somebody will find a way to make that like that take. Yeah. Like too harsh. Somebody will be like, well, in this place, people, I'm like, okay. We're going to do that, actually. Yeah, yeah. To to increase listenership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're going to take everything you said out of context. You're going to just We're going to rearrange the whole (laughs) podcast. I hate gays. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, any other, actually, I love this, any other red flags or like definitely don't do food-wise? No soup, no gazpacho. No soup, no gazpacho. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think. How do you what... feel about having a sort of thing where people have to make something themselves, like a taco bar? Or I like that. You like? I did a hard shell taco night the other night. Killed. That's fun. That's okay. fun. It was great. I think you just have to have a game plan ahead of time, yeah. so people aren't like, um, can you pass me? No, yeah, the other one. Can you? Put... No, yeah. can you? Put... Oh, sorry. I'm just, excuse me. Like, no, we mm-hmm. don't like have like a separate station where people are then able to like freely assemble at will. Totally. I love that style for dinner parties because it takes a lot of the pressure off the host. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I like eating that way too. So I like it as a guest as well. Yeah. So maybe you'd like um, the Stradio Lab created meal sleeves. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so do you want to explain more. sleeves? Yeah, same This more. is actually Sam's doing. I'm not part of this business. Sam and our friend Julio, <laughs> uh, who, by the way, also doesn't cook at all. Like to, to, to the point where you're like, what do you eat? Mm-hmm. One time I asked Julio, Julio 
was like, yeah, I'll have like tempeh over the sink for dinner. Tempeh over the sink? Is that a <laughs> performance piece? Like, what are we? Yeah, and honey, the reviews are not good. <laughs> yeah, we we went to Fire Island and we're channeling. Classic. I cannot believe we are. We, I just I have to explain. No, I love it. I need you to have know. To I do need to know. So we um, were tasked with making dinner as sort of a joke. I'm pulling up the photo of it. Just <laughs> okay. Okay. And um, wait, sorry, back up. Somebody tasked you with making dinner as a joke, like as a bit. Yeah, we. It was like a house. Like fifty percent comedians, and it was like oh, it'd funny be- group, funny group. <laughs> toxic, okay. toxic. It would be funny if like Sam and Julio made dinner because neither of them know how to cook, and no one's allowed to help them, and they just have to figure it out. Well, it's, that seems like a recipe for food waste, uh, yeah. and that's not funny. So, <laughs> and so we went to the grocery store, and I was like, okay, well, like we can figure out like a taco situation like that will be easy um and julio was like no 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 like i don't want to like i don't want to do something that's like done like what if we just buy that's stuff that's your department <laughs> I, tell me about it you think i'm old yeah um I, truly <laughs> <laughs> and it was like okay let's just he's just started picking up random things like pre-made meatballs like oh wow <laughs> like beans um just sort of like whatever spoke to him this is someone who has never cooked any i mean he, so they he, are approaching it like a, an art yeah project. yeah and yeah. and and then we decided um to make sort of a millennial startup um <laughs> called brooklyn sleeve co i found it <laughs> where we had <have> different <laughs> Different wraps, <laughs> different fillings. Oh See, my god! <laughs> Diet sleeve. I'm showing. I'm showing. I'm showing Alice in the photo. <laughs> so there's normal diet and all big, American, and, uh, all American in a large. You could get Italian. You could get all American. Or you could okay, get normal. so to the viewers at home, the sleeve is the vessel. Yes, exactly. so the vessel. Vessel. we have we have a corn tortilla, which is normal. <laughs> we have all American, which is an, appears to be a flour tortilla, and then the diet sleeve, which is two little perfect petals of iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Um, but and some <laughs> what looked to be unpitted Kalamata olives. Allison, would you put something like that in your next book? Yeah, we have some really exciting investors lined up. Um, do you want to like maybe promote it on your um, channel? <laughs> you did ask me earlier if there were any partnerships I would not consider. <laughs> and now sleeves is at Brooklyn the top Sleeve of Co. My list. Yeah, Brooklyn Sleeve Co. is at the top of your list. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm so glad I got to tell you about sleeves. Remember um, there was that restaurant in the Lower East Side called Wolf Nights? That was no. a, it was like on Orchard and something. What was the sort of premise? Wraps. Oh. So, sleeves. Oh. <laughs> no. Anyway, but it was called Wolf <laughs> No, as we've uh, mentioned, we don't sleeves, do unoriginal sleeves things. Sleeves are very sleeves different are very from a wrap. <laughs> I thought you were a food person. This <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of Wolf Nights, an, an absurd name for a sleeve Terrible or wrap based restaurant. I don't, it might still be there. Good oh, luck to well, them. If it Good is, then we support yeah. all small businesses on yeah, this podcast. <laughs> um, should we do our final Oh segment? my God, I think we have I mean, to. Sad. I, I know. I'm literally like, why can't we keep going for three I know. more hours? <laughs> because people have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not starving. Us, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, do you want to introduce the... Yes, okay. our final segment is called <laughs> Shoutouts, and in it we pay homage to the grand straight tradition of the radio shoutout, which actually in this studio feels way more real. Um, yeah, it so doesn't feel like a bit at all. It doesn't know, feel truly. like a bit at all. No. It kind of loses its bitness. Yeah. Um, but uh, we shout out to anything that we enjoy, sort of in the style of the radio shoutout, in the style of it's 2001, you're at TRL, shouting out to your squad back home, <laughs> but about something that you're liking. Yeah. Um, 
and I actually came prepared with one that's so embarrassing based on our conversation. Okay. And I thought about changing it, but then I'm like, you know what? Live out loud. Be yourself. <laughs> and I can go first. Go for it. Okay, this is completely unrelated to everything and embarrassing. <laughs> What's up, freaks, losers, and perverts? I want to give a huge and hearty shout out, a vulnerable and honest shout out to a meme account that I follow. <laughs> That's right. I follow a meme account called Northwest underscore MCM underscore wholesale. And I am telling you, I feel so seen by this meme account. I am reading it and I'm laugh, laugh, laughing. I'm hitting the three dots and saying share and saying, and I text Misha, this is from that meme account I always talk about. And he's like, ha, I don't know if I get it. And I'm like, trust me. Like, it's good. You're just not on the cutting edge. And memes, you know, you can fight them all you want, but eventually they're gonna, there's gonna be a meme that sort of understands you. And it's better to just get on board quick. If you are edgy, if you are alt, this is the meme account for you. You are not edgy and alt anymore because now there's a meme account for you. I love you, that one meme account. XOXO, Sam. <laughs> wow. I do like that meme account. It's very funny. That's, it's really I've funny. never even heard of it. And memes are here to stay. Yeah. I agree. You know, yeah, we can't shake them. It's sort of crazy that they are quite literally putting our, like, putting comedians out of business. I mean, are they though? Pre meme. That's you scarcity would... mentality, and we don't support that. <laughs> no, you're Thank right. You. You're Thank right. you. It's true. It's true. Okay. Um, um, did you come prepared? Because I didn't. No, no, no I didn't. Oh, okay. No, no, it's it's sort of part of the segment that we like think of them. Oh, well, someone lives. didn't get the memo if it's part of the segment to not be prepared because <laughs> someone was reading from their phone a full speech. No, that they I wasn't reading. No, no. no, the speech. I was re reading the name of the meme account. That's all it was. I didn't read anything else. Um, I'm like looking here for inspiration. And the last thing I Googled was Allison Roman pasta salad for this game. I'm like, well, I'm not shouting that out. I wrote it. There's a new one coming this summer. Don't worry. A new pasta salad? <laughs> Ruh row. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> What's up, LGBTQ plus family? I want to give a quick shout out to this woman, Agnes Callard, who I read about in that New Yorker profile. She is a philosophy professor who lives with her ex-husband and her husband. She started fucking her grad student and then decided that it was a sign of philosophical enlightenment. And honey, she's getting away with it. She's in the New Yorker. I love that she is a full-on adult woman with three grown kids and she is still living that Hannah Horvath lifestyle. She is still doing self-discovery. She is still instilling everything with meaning even when she's quite literally just fucking her grad student. I think we could all use a little bit more of that in our lives. I can't forget to self-mythologize every single second of every day and then one day I'll be profiled in the New Yorker. <laughs> Woo! That was inspiring. Thank that you. That was good. I do Did like that. Did you read that? No, but I want to because that's also my final form. Yeah. In the, yeah. Not the fucking the grad student, but I, <laughs> I do feel like women like past a certain age are allowed to like really break through the red room as, as it were <laughs> and, and like fully realize the person you were always meant to be because totally. once you're no longer like fuckable or a threat, mm -hmm. then you can be yourself and people think it's funny and charming. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. I love wow. that. Yeah, sorry. I guess, you know why, that's sort of why, I, not to state the obvious, but that's sort of why people in our community are drawn to older character actresses. It's like, yeah. you know, Mar you know Jean it's Smart. Like, yeah, exactly. Her. Judith Light. Yeah, <laughs> Judith Light, an icon. An icon, sure. Sometimes I mean, George is making up women's names. Talk, <laughs> Sam, Sam is not an actress gay, you know. Mm, and it shows. Not yeah. a home cook, not an actress gay. What kind of gay are you? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. I'll Subversive. tell you what kind of gay Sam is. Sam is like the kind of gay that loves like a gay vacation destination. Like he loves mm. Fire Island. He loves like going to like. Uh, yeah. What's the other? What are other gay 
de- uh, vacation destinations that Take are not away. Fire Island specific. The other day I was literally Where like, do what the gays you- in California go? Palm so, Springs. No, no, no. Uh, well, and, and then in they- Northern California, uh, Guerneville. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah. I used to live in San Francisco. Oh. Mm. Me too. But yeah. Guerneville, I mean, now it's become truly like Brooklyn, but I feel like Guerneville? that was like- Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they have like glamping and like I've been camp I've been actual camping there but this well, was like 20 years ago no they, they truly it's like all farm to table uh, I mean mm, you know table. branded say DMV. more yeah <laughs> have you heard <laughs> of it <laughs> um, no but Guerneville actually you would love Guerneville because it's sort of like bear centric gay mm. slay yeah anyway so but you were saying uh, the other day I asked Sam like so what are you doing this summer and he listed Literally seven gay destinations, seven destinations that have the word gay in them. <laughs> Do you want to list them again? <laughs> well, I have to go to Fire Island. I have to go to uh, the gay campground in Pennsylvania. I have to go to the gay swimming hole in Vermont. I have to go to um, yeah, P- Jacob Reese, of okay, course. Yeah, that was on my yeah. list. Well, now you have to go to Guerneville, Palm and- Springs. <laughs> Well, and summer comes but once a year. George was like, Mykonos. "We should do. You should. We should work this summer." And I was like, "Summer's just really hard for me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 we're trying to episode phase. <laughs> we're trying to plan like two live, sh- two like out of town live shows, and, and Sam's like, like, "Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's so hard." Not in August, honey. Not in August. No. Not in June through August. No. <laughs> in May, I'm all yours. Well, yeah. June is a little cold in most yes, places. So honestly, true. it's like July, August, September yeah. are the choice months you want to protect. Yeah, at all September's it's underrated. True. September is oh, underrated. Phenomenal vacation month. Great month. Yeah. And cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allison, um, whenever take you're it ready. Away. Listen, I'm not prepared I, listen, for this. <laughs> neither was I. And I can't do it the way you did it. That's, That's fine. okay. That's totally I fine. Just, you have to make it your own. Yeah, it's not for me. So I yeah. think just be. <laughs> Please. Um, it's got to be Barry's Boot Camp and Rachel Comey for me. 100%. Uh, I really appreciate how today you made me feel. Um, those experiences are far and few between. And when you do have that special time for yourself, you want to feel like you can get sweaty mm-hmm. and you want to feel like somebody's yelling at you and you're running to a Z track circa <laughs> yes. 2014. I'm Remix with Drake. <laughs> That's the type with, of gay I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then afterwards you want to say, I accomplished something. I did a thing and now I'm going to buy myself a tasteful sweater. Mm. Wow. Woo! Woo! Uh, I well, love that. I have to say, thank you to sponsors Berries and Rachel Comey. And J. Crew. And J. Crew. Call me. Yeah. And Chris Black. And Chris yeah, Black. Actually, if Chris Black. Literally, if Chris. And Berries, actually. This is, shout out to Chris Black. Shout out to Chris. If Chris Black could fund our podcast, we would be very happy. Yeah. yeah. That's it. With and something connects. tells me he has the cash. <laughs> Those Berries glasses are not cheap. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Well, Allison, this has been an absolute delight. Yeah, my this favorite has been podcast I've ever recorded. Uh, I wow. mean, a delight. I mean, that this is going is to this is insane. This is going to be this is a, a Hall of Fame episode. This is a Hall of Fame. I episode. hope so. There's and a me, lot of pressure. I was feeling like also, I guess anyone listening would know that this happened because the fans demanded it. Yes, the fans demanded it on multiple platforms. Yeah, they I were like, bring pla- her on. Literally three <laughs> platforms. Yeah. And then, don't you think it's weird that I said, I was like, yeah, let's do it, and then I ran into you for the first time. I know, it's crazy. That is crazy, actually. Cosmic. Yeah. That was, yeah. We were at a cool art show. We were at a cool art show. Yeah, very downtown. Very wow. downtown. I love that. Yeah, very we manifested. manifested. <laughs> um, well, thank you also for having me. Of course. Of course. Not of to course. be ungrateful. I, this is like a delight, and I know that the episodes are covetable. Like, they are very covetable. You know. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you don't and just have a, anyone on. a lot of people have. We've turned down a lot of people, including yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, she keeps begging. <laughs> and Carrie, begging and Shay Diaz, and Shay Diaz. Um, well, Allison, I have to say. Um, oh, do you want to plug your book? And oh, I do. Yeah, out? I have a new book out. Um, it's called Sweet Enough. It's desserts for people who don't really do dessert. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're like, I cook, but I don't bake, I feel like you'll still love this book. And if you are like, absolutely not, then there's two other books to choose from. And a newsletter and a YouTube channel. And it's a multi-hyphenate situation wow. over here. Love that. Wow. Yeah. Singer, actress, rapper. <laughs> I'm Tonying uh, in a modern media world. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. e got e- 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 so, yeah, yeah, you're Tonying. <laughs> I'm Tony. I'm Tonying. <laughs> It's such an honor to Tony. <laughs> well, I am one Tony away from Tonying. <laughs> well, shout all it takes out. All it takes is one. Shout out to the modern media world and shout out to Allison Roman. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.